Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Helix fans. Welcome back to... The Helix After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Talking about season two, episode four, Den Show. I'm Matt Lieberman. And uh, joining me as always, Mr. Stephen Lemieux is here. I am here. Please welcome back Miss Liz Rishmaui. I don't got the ziz anymore. Yes, and Mr. Zach Wilson is I'm going to ziz all the time. Ew. Ew. Uh, all in, in front of us in the studio? Gross. I'm not cleaning I mean, that look, up. when the ziz comes, it comes. You can't help oh, it. Freezing! Freezing! Oi, Vazemir. I can't uh, even take credit for that. That was unintentional. To those of you who are joining us live, hello, After welcome. Buzz TV. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Is that a thing we do that's, now? Uh, that's Mark Donica hitting buttons on the soundboard. <laughs> hey, ladies uh, and gentlemen, let's give Mark Donica a hand. Yeah. Our wonderful Ooh. engineer, Mark Donica. Uh, we are we are streaming live to YouTube right now. If you're watching us on YouTube, hello. Uh, you can tweet at us live during the show and also at any time during the week about your thoughts on Helix at the hashtag ABTVHelix or at the hashtag Ziz, Z-I-Z. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X. Hey guys, you can find me on Twitter at Lizzie Maui. That's L I Z Z Y M A W Y. I'm searchable at that Zach Wilson. Yes, that's so true. So searchable. Uh, Zach with a C H. Yeah, folks. And if you're not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, you should totally do so. A lot of our live streams are moving over there. A lot of great content. We put out over a hundred shows a week. So if you're not subscribed, you should be. Go to uh, YouTube.com/slash/AfterBuzzTV. So we got to say this off the bat. Yeah. Tiffany Greshler, the writer of this episode, 204, yes. was going to be joining us live, but she blew a tire out on her way here and unfortunately could not join us. But she was going to be joining us for episode 210. For a second, I thought you were going to say, like, she blew it, but she blew it. <laughs> I hear episode 210 is also written by Tiffany Greshler, and I hear it's one of the weirdest and craziest episodes of the season. I'm, I'm sure, sure that it will be, yeah. I, I, I think her tire was probably taken out via samurai sword. Or by mutant beasting, yeah. Or by just a, a hatchet that got chopped in half. <laughs> Could just be the splintery end. Yeah, but don't one. Don't lose hope, guys, because we have Neil Napier next week. <gasps> and then we have yes. Mark Ganime the week after that. That's our secret oh, special guest. Is I didn't want to announce it until after this episode, guys. That's true, because, because you didn't want to spoil that reveal. But but yeah. That sweet, sexy reveal, though. He's looking pretty ill. Yeah. Aria. Oh. <sighs> God damn it, Stephen! All right, welcome we, back, Matt. Let's talk about this episode. What the ever loving flip is going on? I don't know on this show. I let's talk. Do. Let's what? talk Julia and Hatake. Uh, okay. Julia. Yeah, Julia. Um, Cause right, this is easily, and this is a weird show. Really? This, I I know. <laughs> Shocker, but this is easily the weirdest plot line. Ever on this show, and I don't understand. I don't understand where it's going. 
I'm not sure if I like it. I I would rather see Hatake used in a different way. No. And not to mention, can I just say, I mean, he's how old did we even try to figure out? He's hundreds of hundreds of years old, yeah. right? We do, so yeah, we don't you know. would figure, with all the crap he must have been through in his life, that this is this is the breaking point? This is where that's he what loses I was his mind? Really? Well, this was really? what put him over the edge, but I don't know. I still don't know if this is actually Hitake. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, we, we talked about it last week. He's got like, beautiful it, hair, though. Is it reasonable that this is what pushes him over. And I think that it's safe to say that it, it, it's different. Like, yes, he's lived for hundreds of years. He's probably loved and lost. But, like, he lost, like, his wife, his son. He, like, ha- got his daughter back and then lost her again to Alaria. I think that's it. All of it happening at once yeah. is just, like, the and, and his this, this thing he spent his whole, like, so many years building in Arctic Biosystems destroyed. And like, I think all of that combined is enough to mess with anyone's head. I right. guess, but I would also think that like maybe having a slight mental breakdown in the first couple of years, but this is also 30 years later. Well, okay, this being the Helix after show, I need to throw out a theory. Right. Because a lot of stuff in this plot line seems too strange and or too convenient. So, like, first of all, what, who was that guy that Julia ran into and was held captive by in the first episode? What happened to him? Where'd he go? We've got this whole Hitake thing, Hitake being damn fool crazy, and also having access and having preserved the bodies of Daniel and Jay over the course of 30 plus years. Yeah. 30 plus years transporting them to this island. We don't know why he's in the island. And it seems to be that a lot of this is, is Julia grappling with her lingering issues with having a father who is uh, kind of an awful bioterrorist in his own way and, and, and not a great father. Begrudging so, bioterrorist. Begrudging bioterrorist. But I wonder, is this whole plot line Julia sweating it out as she's dying from this disease and having a vision where she is actively trying to solve the problem. So I'm thinking it could be something like that, Mm -hmm. but then you also think of what's real and what's not real, and that there could be some... Because it was two episodes when we start seeing the blurry vision. Yeah. And that was right after he, the guy tells her, don't go to this part of the island. It's not a good place to go. You shouldn't go there because you probably die. Peace out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, suffice to say, there could be at some point where. I'm going to say it how I want to say it. Suffice. Suffolk to say. I suffered to say. Anyway, um, (laughs) I am suffering to say this. Did she at some point going to that part of the island could have come under the effect of some kind of drug? Do we remember did she eat or drink anything in in with that He the, did. Like, remember cuz she's like oh this guy. is good. This is like it was like chili or some crap and she's like oh this is tasty. But I don't think that's what it was. I think we're just kind of like Well, but in this episode we have this parallel of people getting sick because they consumed something. Mm-hmm. So that would seem a logical comparison if like the people in current day are getting sick because they ate this crazy well, honey and her getting sick because she ingested whatever, whatever it was. I have a question too. As far as like him preserving the bodies and having them all these years later, didn't wasn't Daniel's body in, in the, when it blew when up? When it blew up. Yeah. Like, exactly. How do you even have that? That's Hers my is point. different. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense that he would have his body. It doesn't make sense. Which is why 
I'm going with that, you know, sick and sweating and and fever theory. But then someone else in the room had a theory that what if she was trapped in one of those machines that Jay was in, that Jay was in the box that kept her alive for all those years. What if after the explosion, her body was in such a, a poor state? Or, uh, or because they thought maybe she was in league with Alan, they trapped her in one of those boxes. I, I don't think that. I think, I think it was true after Arctic Biosystems that she went and worked for Ilaria. Right. I think that is true. Well, we had that confirmed this week. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's true. I think now we know that Mark Ganime is working for Arctic Biosystems, so we know Julia and Sergio. Mark, Sergio, yes, Biaseros. I think that her and him are were working together with whatever brought them into Ilaria. But I think that everything with Hataki on the island and all of this, this entire storyline, since she split up with the guy who could hypothetically be Jordan's son... Oh, well, maybe not anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that's, that theory's kind of out the window. Not really. Well, not 100%. I mean... Someone well, stuck a big knife well, no, in her here's, theory. Think, think of this. Somebody sticks a knife in her. <laughs> well done, right? sir. Yeah. Say she's done. Stick a fork in her. She's done. They they take the baby out to save her because they can't save both. Then the baby starts growing on its own. But how is the baby growing oh. if the baby's immortal? Maybe the baby's it's not stuck. immortal. No, but it is because it's getting because it's getting blood from her. No, no, no. It's a st- it, the it's only not growing because it it, it got the. Oh, but I guess it got yeah. an injection when she yeah. did. Because we established that the children of silvers do not necessarily meet, be, are not necessarily silvers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Julia was not born a silver, even though Hataki was a silver when she was born. Uh huh. So if, it, hypothetically, yeah, if that's that, like, my if that baby could come out, it could be that guy who's 30 years later. So it could go, the, 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 we don't have the mythology set up enough to decide either way right. if the baby would be silver or not. It's such a complicated thing because with this, like, Im- not immortal, like maybe immortal baby Can inside an immortal say, woman. Maybe immortal baby. Can I just say I wish no. this show was like was a Netflix original so that we could just m- walk binge the whole thing and find out what's going on yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't wish that. I really like sci-fi's programming. They release really good shows that I enjoy watching weekly. <laughs> We actually, we, we mean that sincerely and wholeheartedly. We wish that we could just get them all at once, though. Yes, that's, that's what, we, what we're talking that's what about. We it's just about release that. style. It's not about the quality of your network. Uh, I deeply enjoy it. Uh, also, can we just give a round of snaps to the Andy Griffith moment? That gag was so funny. Oh, it was so great. funny. Oh my so god, happy. I laughed. I laughed. <laughs> and then he threw the rock. He actually, like, Daniel, this, he's like, Duh, and he's like, and he literally, like, leans over and picks up the rock and throws it. Like, mm-hmm. it's just. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Such a weird scene, but mm-hmm. so fun. It's just so It's complete fan loved, service. Yeah. Does anybody else oh, love, yeah. like, Hitake and how he's just, like, the way he's talking? He's like, I promise I'll make it up to you next time. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like, just this yeah. whole kind of, like... Hunky-dory, yeah. folksy, <laughs> like, weird sitcom. And Flooding then, herbal essence And hair. that's why I think it plays to Stephen's theory about her being, like, maybe in one of those boxes or maybe something similar. I, I like the idea that Ilaria is now fully controlling her. Like, mm. maybe not when she got to the island, but... At some point during that, that this is all not totally, maybe not a dream sequence, but that she is somehow being controlled and influenced. Well, hold on. 
right? Are you saying that she's been controlled and influenced since she got there after Arctic Biosystems? Because we never we never established why she started working for them. Yeah. Because um, it was like how I many mean, months later? It was maybe... Three, four, five. It no, like, it was 200 days. It so. was 200 days later, so about six months. Yeah. Six, seven months. Yeah. Okay. Question. I don't remember the... the uh, Order of events. Did we see Hitaki talking to Daniel and Jay before we saw him meet up with her? Yeah. We did. Because that's when Daniel turned around and said, Somebody's coming, father. And he said, Okay. And then he turned around and you saw that nothing that's was right. there. The rabbits weren't there. Yeah. I really, elaborating on this on this thing where this is mostly in her head for Julia, This it just makes a lot more sense when, especially with that anagraphic theme uh, scene, because the whole thing she says is like you always love Daniel more. So her in her mind, that's the relationship they had. Oh, let's go fishing, father. Let's go dis- do this, father. And then Jay was the one who's kind of on Julia's side in her mind. And then well, even not. last even last episode, you know, when he was having this discussion by himself, basically, but it was with Daniel and Jay. And Jay said, "No, she's <laughs> she's not she's not ready. Like she's not ready to join. Like basically, Jay was fighting for him not to fill her up with that like preservative stuff." Uh, I think it was. I think it was embalming fluid. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So what I'm saying, though, is that that... And then does anybody else notice that whatever the embalming fluid or whatever it is, that's the same color stuff that they showed a couple episodes earlier with the cults using it on people? And I don't think that's exactly true. Yeah. Because it was milky colored. They don't really... Sh- that was a lot like of things milky are milky white, colored. And these were like mil- and the cult stuff these was like milky more, yellow. That was like a whole milk. This was like one percent or the, something. Or like no. that was raw milk, and this was whole milk, yeah, but pasteurized. Oh no, definitely skim milk was too. Or skim milk. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I'm, you're absolutely it's right. Regardless, guys, we're just I'm, lactating stupid things right now. Yeah, so let's but, here. Just one more, uh, one more stupid thing, or not stupid. However, you may you may take it. Um... Oh, damn it. We we got went so off on that bit that now I can't even remember. Uh, Milky White stuff. No, before that. I guess I wanted to talk about the fight. The samurai sword. The fight and the samurai sword. That's what I was coming to. Look, so, if, if all we got out of this episode was axe versus samurai sword fight, I'm on board. Ridiculous axe versus samurai sword fight. And, and well, of course Corey, he had a samurai sword. Well choreographed fight, well, well performed fight, well shot fight. Uh, strange fight to, to just have. Um... <laughs> But the sword was marked Densho, which uh, which, which is a Japanese Densho. word meaning uh, essentially legacy is is a rough translation, and that's the theme of the episode. And if we are processing this all as a dream and not as reality, because that's how I would prefer to take it, because I really don't want this to be the reality. Um, if it is processing processing it as a dream, then it's Julia coming to grips with the fact. That she is, she is a silver eyes. That she is going to forever be the daughter of this guy who invented the Narvik virus. She will have to take on his legacy, the good and the bad, at some point. So maybe that's exactly what he said to her in the end. Like there's, there will always be a part of you that is me. Yeah, and maybe that's just it's her processing that. Perhaps, Julia, you are my legacy. We don't think that the whole thirty years is. A dream. a dream, right? No, 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 no. I, I no, think no, only no. up okay. to the point where when she Just uh, left like, that guy. Because we were worrying earlier in the season about how we get Julia back with our team mm-hmm. if we're thirty years in the future. I think and that I don't thirty years that. never I, passed. I like, I see. I like the thirty-year thing so much, but like, I guess it would get Julia back to. 
like get everyone back together if it wasn't real. Well, the other theory I was having that I'm not quite sure about is Hitaki's going to cure her, and right now she's still in her chemically induced coma from the first time he inject- drugged her. And then everything since drinking that cup of coffee has been false. Hmm. Like she never really woke up from drinking that cup of coffee. Oh, there, yeah, I totally forgot about that. And that's that's the first blackout that I can think of where mm-hmm. it would have switched Julia from being actually happening to this is an alternate version of what's happening. Okay, I can I can get on board with that timeline. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So we got a lot of other stuff in this episode to That's talk about. That's true, but before we do, I gotta talk real quick about iTunes, because folks, the best way for you to support AfterBuzz TV is to go to iTunes, rate and review the shows that you listen to, or that you watch on YouTube. It's quick, it's easy, and it only takes a second. You know, AfterBuzz TV puts out over 100 hours of free after-show content every single week on YouTube, on iTunes, on Stitcher. It's a massive undertaking, and it's the widest array of after-show, free after-show content... It's true. <laughs> Widest array of free after-show content anywhere on the web. And uh, the only way that we're able to do that is with our great, fantastic sponsors. They find us through our YouTube subscriptions. They find us through our iTunes subscription, through our iTunes reviews. They want to know that our products, our podcasts are well-reviewed, that they are well-liked by our fans, and that they are well-trafficked. So, get to iTunes. Let us know how you feel about the shows. It helps immeasurably. And you get a great shout-out here on the show. Yes, you do. And from Playa7589, <laughs> love this podcast. Five stars. I love Helix, but this podcast makes me love it even more. Period. I am so happy season two has started for both the show and the podcast. I've listened to season one podcast episodes multiple times to get my fix during the hiatus. Matt is my favorite AfterBuzz host. Thank you. To, thank you, what, Radio you know Narration Robot. Done? Do you know what you've done? Radio Rat Narration Robot is my favorite side character on AfterBuzz TV. He gets so depressed when he's not the favorite. Yes. I do want to point out, because I just remembered, and I forgot that it wasn't during season one, but you guys are fans of Neil Napier, of course. Of he, course. Obviously. Yeah. Um, he plays uh, Alan, right? No. no Peter. Peter. I mess with you guys. Um, if anyone saw X Men: Days of Future Past, you yes. will have recognized him for oh, that I ten minute. Oh, I started smacking the person yeah. next to you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I want to see that with you. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, Nobody else around me knew what was happening. They were like, why I was suddenly so excited. But it was awesome. Neil, 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 Neil I, think I, I, think I, yeah. I think I tweeted Neil and I was like, uh, what's the actress's name? Uh, Jen- Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. I was like, Jennifer Lawrence never looks so hot, Neil. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> that was just a side note that I remember. But guys, right. if you are a fan of Helix, and you'll now, see him back in. to Helix. Yeah. Because we, 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 got, we got less than a half an hour to break down the rest of this episode. So, Peter and Alan, brothers at war. Um, it's like Oasis. Yeah, so Peter Oops, stages, he stages finding Alan. Whoopsie-daisy. And I'm glad that Alan's smart enough by episode's end to be like, Bruh. yeah, that doesn't quite line up. Well, in it, season bro? one, he was asking the questions. It finally seems like he's getting some answers for himself <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he learned how to how to erase the question marks away from his statements. Yeah, he and now he he's just like, I'm, not answer- I'm not playing 20 questions. It's because he mm-hmm. grew a beard. It yeah. is. The beard provides answers. Mm-hmm. I just realized how alone I am in this 
podcast. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of beard in this room. Step your game up, Liz. Uh, stop it. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's talk about what's going on with these brothers, right? Because do we think Alan... Alan didn't know that he was working for Alaria before that phone call. I don't think call. he did before. I think he had suspe- suspicions. We well, we knew from the end of last season that that Peter was working mm-hmm. for Alaria, right? But we never. I mean, and then they were still getting. You know, when they got together in that last scene. So why? In Paris. Yeah. So there's no way that Alan would have had anything to do with him if he knew that he was working for Alaria at that point. So I think this is like the big revelation. Yeah, I just I I don't think he knew. And I don't think he even had an inkling, but when he hears it, the pieces all fall into place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the fact we have to re- remind ourselves that, you know, for whatever reason, you know, there's this tension, this hatred, but it's more so because Alan became crazy and blew up a place and he had a bunch of warrants and stuff out for him. You know, he's a criminal on the run. So that's what, for all we know, why they kind of had this disdain about each other, but now we know that Alan has more reason to not trust Alan Peter. on the run. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> God. so Peter is asking Alan all these questions about what he's doing on the island. Alan's not giving up any answers. We still don't know why Alan is there. We know that he is investigating. He thinks that whatever's going on here, Alaria is behind it. Yes. But we know that because Peter is there trying to snatch up whatever they're doing, that that cannot be the case. Well, he was asking uh, Sergio on the phone. He was even like, what is going on here? Does Alaria have anything to do with this? Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. I think we need to bail. So it almost seems like whatever is playing around here, if Alaria is behind something, I don't think Peter... Does, he definitely doesn't have full knowledge as to what's going right. on. Right. He has not been briefed. He might not even know if Alaria is behind this outbreak. He might have just been sent there from the CDC and kind of like in cahoots with Alaria, but not knowing that Alaria was behind it. Hmm. Well, if it's last year, formula if Alaria sort of made sure that this team came in there, like they brought in the CDC intentionally for other purposes. Hmm. Um, but we've we've already seen that thanks to the Helix Access Granted site that Alaria is not at least directly involved with this place. We know that Michael is not Alaria. Right. Yes. But whatever, we also, whatever his backstory is, he's not Alaria. But we also know that this place is the source of where the infection that started killing Silvers was. Yes. And it's basically ravaged their numbers. So if we think about it, Alan could be looking for that. Well, hmm. But that's 30 years later. I mean, for all we know, it has yet to have left the island, which is the point when they bring up to, that gets Alan's attention saying, look, it was already affected these people from a ship. And that's when Alan got concerned, like, okay, I'll go to your lab and see what you got, because he was concerned to hear that it had already almost made its way completely off the island. Mm-hmm. Right. So this has, I don't think this has yet to affect the Silvers. This is the episode we get Mycopaths in, right? We yes. Get the name. Yeah, Mycopaths. 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 Yeah, so now we have a name, like the Vectors. So Vectors, Mycopaths, and Ziz. Yes. Uh, Green Ziz. Yeah, so we don't know what Sergio's role is at Alaria. Except looking like a million bucks. Shades. shades I love that somebody, like, somebody's been tweeting out the hashtag 50 Shades of Sergio. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I think someone sent me, like, one of the 50 Shades posters, like, the one that says Curious, but it's, it's Sergio, like, (laughs) (laughs) um, but, uh, 
Yeah, Weird. I'm very, very curious to see what's going on with these plot lines. I love how quickly Alan, once he got in there, was just sort of like asking all the right questions, and is he's just such a CDC pro. That's why he's the head of the CDC. I just, I really know how to ask questions, Matthew Lieberman. <laughs> he's not the head of the CDC. No, I am the head not, of the CDC. Not, never, never, ever been. That's from the strain, not Helix. Oh, right, you're right. That God dang it, too Matt. many CDC shows on the, on the television. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's let's move let's move around a little bit. We can we can circle back. Let's talk about Double Dick Texas. Double Dick Texas, Doctor Dick wait, Texas. Now he's Double Dick Texas. Now he's wait, Double Doctor Dick Texas. He's Dothalia Texas. No, yeah. no, we're not <laughs> going there. Texas. Even with this show, we're not going. Okay. There. About, okay, we'll stick to Double Dick Doc Texas. <sighs> I right. just, just like Dick Texas. Ma- yeah. I just like that Matt wrote. Dick Texas Honey. Yeah. Like it's like a great label for some sort of like promo. Yeah, well, for when you're going to honeypot Dr. Dick Texas. Ah, which is <laughs> my what name. That's is what Amy's doing. We got honeypot. My <laughs> family's been brewing up the finest golden honey. You brew my, honey? We've been brewing the finest golden honey. We let all those fuzzy little bumblebees fly around in the most beautiful orchard you ever see. Our they honey's the only honey. Because our- I am Dr. Dick Texas. <laughs> Our oh, honey is the only honey to be registered yeah. by the AARP. What? what? All right, what's He's the like Rifle Association? That's you're thinking of the NRA. <laughs> the NRA AARP. Still, somebody mute him. Completely. That was the worst thing I've ever said. Okay, listen up. Listen up. He is still not over getting attacked by all those children. He wants to know what is up with that, and he tells Brother Michael what for. Hey. I know that you brainwashed them dumb kids. I know it. <laughs> yeah. And Brother Michael's like, what? And he's like, oh, I know that you brainwashed them dumb kids. He he's knows like, it. We never, ever brainwash nobody. <laughs> Walks out of the room with a stone face on. Um, he had. Yeah. So uh, the big thing for Dr. Dick Texas this week is that he discovers that it is the honey that uh, is secreted out of that hive in the in the wall there that got all the people sick. Um, it is maybe the reason why that bee sting kick started uh, that other guy at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, which well, which is confusing to me because because they, they said it wasn't the bees. It, it, I like, guess he had honey on its stinger. But I like, mean, could or he pollen, or, or Doctor Dick Texas is being a dick and not following through on his research? Like when? How? When did they confirm that it wasn't from the bee? Well, actually, no. Peter said wait, maybe it was the bees as well. He's like, I don't know. I hope. I hope it's not. I nearly got stung. Well, they say yeah, that the bees. No, yeah, they say the bees aren't <laughs> the carrier. Um, what? Honey's made with bees collecting the pollen and things like that, so I think it's probably plants that the bees are harvesting from oh, that are uh, doing it. That makes sense. Well, yeah, because of all the things that. But it's causing Michael. the honey. It's causing the honey to be contaminated as well. Well, think about it. The guys into botany and stuff, right? They're creating mm-hmm. these trees and these different plants and stuff that don't naturally exist in nature. So whatever they're fumbling around with. It's, it could have turned into, like, the bees collecting it's, pollen from these new plants. How? It's almost like they're playing God. And <gasps> Pay the price. Paying the price. Paying the price. <laughs> Guys, let me throw out something here oh, real God. quick. Throw it out. So... <laughs> I knew what you meant by that. Can you guys just like kiss already? No, please. Um, so, <laughs> so you know how he's bonding, he's basically bonding plants together through germination and all that kind of stuff. Like, he's trying to create hybrids yeah. of plants doing that. Yeah. What if he's created so different types of new plants, and it's not even them creating this new disease? What if the bees have done it by 
cross pollination of I these said. different plants. Yeah, but I said it different. Said. That's what she just said. You literally just took her idea, idea and claimed stolen. it was your um, So that's, that's, that's the, I actually didn't understand uh, what you said. That's the Jeff Goldblum-style theory yes. of nature finds a way. Yes. So let's, let's just make a make an AfterBuzz TV record. Uh, Liz Rushmaui came up with the theory that the bees are responsible for taking these uh, the these crossbred plants, plants and putting them together in a messed up way. And yes. the honey is the result that causes people to go crazy, or should I say, they go mycopathic. That'd be that'd be the bee's knees. Yeah, that would be or mycotic, I guess. Mycotic. Bees. Yeah. Mycotic. Sorry, somebody yeah. had to do it. Um, by the way, if you're watching right now, look at me. I see you right here. Hit that thumbs up button. Yeah. Do it you right now. We're even giving you three seconds. Three, two, one. Well, okay. Okay, that was five seconds. Now hit that thumbs up button. So can can we go back to Sergio for a moment? Please. We started talking about him, and then we got derailed. Please. I. Because last time we saw him, he was uh, part uh, one half of Banana. Yeah, uh, he was one half of Banana. banana. What happened? Uh, I here like his whole mission at that at that point, like why he stormed back into the base, was mm-hmm. to find what what they did with those children. That like presumably he was one of the children. That was our theory. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have to think he is now invaded. Like he is working Valaria from the inside. So he's a double agent. Yes. Double Dick Sergio. I Stop mean, it. It, why would he give up that in? He was already working for the company. Mm-hmm. Why would he give up the in to, like, the people he's trying to investigate to, like, go on a renegade mission against I mean, them? And he would have been the one to vouch for Julia entering Ilaria. I, would, I like that, that theory sense. a hell of a lot better than he's just evil now, because that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. No, that would be going back on all the character growth that he had last year. Yeah. So I think we, yeah. we are, I think there was a tease, like, I think he is absolutely still on the side of good. So my question to you is, if, okay, this is so weird, because all the politics are at play and things like that. Alan was calling Sergio. Peter. Sorry, Peter was Peter. Ca- I keep missing up there. Peter was calling Sergio, talking about the island and things like that. Meanwhile, Sergio is at Ilaria, okay? And that means that Sergio knows that Alan was the traitor in the first season. Do you think Sergio... Alan wasn't the traitor. That, that Peter was the traitor in the... I'm sorry, I keep messing up their names. That Peter was the traitor in the first season. Does that also mean, know, mean that Sergio knows that... Peter was the one who set the scythe free. Yeah, yeah. So he does know that. Yeah, he he would know that, and he's but he's got if he's going to be working undercover within Alaria, he has to play along. He can't let yeah. Peter know that. And he's as a former military bad. operative, he's smart enough to know when he has an advantage, and he's not going to let it go just to slip Alan some info. Also, there's no reason to, for us to believe that he and Alan have been in any contact since exactly. since Archie. Fire there's system. no reason to think that him and Alan are on the same side. Like, yeah. look, uh, Sergio wants to track down those kids, but he may not. Con- Consider Alaria as a whole to be evil. Yeah, That's he, true. Like, we don't know all. We still don't know the inner workings of Alaria. Yeah, like I could still totally see a twist where, other than this Narvik thing, Alaria is not full bad. I mean, they're saying it's a major corporation, so it's like a like what does it do aside from like okay, it's the undercover for the Silvers and so, stuff like that. Random thought: What if the kids were at the island? What if the kids that were taken were taken to the island, and this is another no, set of kids? No, because they were taken no. to Arctic Biosystems. Yeah, yeah but they're taken multiple places. Died. Well, no, but then a bunch of them got taken elsewhere. Oh. 
Um, and well, that's but theoretically that's what Sergio became. Well, speaking became of kid theories, let's talk about Brother Michael and his creepy family oh and the God. even creepier pictures on the wall because we only got ten minutes before we go to predictions. <laughs> so I we gotta talk about it. Here is the working theory from this Lieberman. Okay, if Brother Michael is a silver, which I now believe, which we. Can- <laughs> Which we now believe <laughs> and do not know for sure. <laughs> we have no idea. Yeah. Which we now believe. I bet would never let us know ahead of time. Yeah. Um, they would never put that in the end <laughs> promo. Yeah. Why would they do that? That's just a big spoiler. Listen, I think Brother Michael is silver. I think that he's been on that island for a long time, and I think that all three of those women in front of him are his daughters. Ew. And wives. He then banged and had more daughters with. Okay, the the, the less bad version, what if these are not from the same... Like, they're all his children, but they're not, like, the same... They're he, not... Like, he doesn't bang his kids... But he does bang every other woman who comes to the island. Yeah, he like gets so they're like they all have different mothers, but he is their he is their they're effectively half sisters. Yes. Okay. Liz. So well, they already mentioned that there's that weird scene where they said we have to do this for mother. Mm-hmm. So we have no there there could be we don't know. Oh, we don't know who mother. We don't know is. who mother is. Where would we be two, without mother? Mm. Two. There was a the scene where he was talking about how everybody was mourning, and he's like, "I'm mourning too." And they said, "Well, you know, she, the girl who who got killed by the right. guy, she lost a baby, and you know, it's our family." He goes, "My family, like that was probably his baby. It was his it baby. It was his baby. Oh, well, yeah, the was scene where she got killed. The scene where she got killed. Uh, crazy Derek. He was he was like, uh, you you laid with him and you liked it. Yeah, but she didn't. They didn't mention Michael. But yeah, but who Michael. else like, yeah, would obviously. it be? I mean, it could have. I I was thinking when I first saw it, like, okay, it's, it could be anybody, because, like, they've, they sort of set up this, like, weird collective thing, and We're so, all in and if, if he's on, well, my thought process was, if he's, if it's, like, a whole, like, place of, like, bioengineering, and, like, picking two different plants, and, like, putting them together to create a better plant, it's, yeah. it's like, genetic selection, like, okay, you have really good eyes, and you have a really good backside, so we're gonna put two of you <laughs> together, and... Why? <laughs> what do those two because have? Because eyes and butt. Because the one with the good backside didn't have good eyes, and then you put them together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just heard backside and taking eyes, and I don't know what you're okay. talking about. Yeah, because let's think example, but you understand what yeah, let's think for. let's think hypothetically that woman that her boyfriend killed was the woman who we saw whose teeth got pulled out and got stuff shoved down her and she was pregnant because of that what? or michael had gotten her pregnant and then did that post pregnancy okay so you're saying that what we saw in the first episode that we thought was them infecting someone with the disease is actually taken out of context and is in fact someone being impregnated no, 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 with no, no, some no, kind of plant no, baby no 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 i'm saying if she was impregnated, and then after she was impregnated, Michael had her done that, they put the stuff down her to change the baby inside of her. No, because they ripped uh, out teeth and stuff. Yeah, cool. and she had teeth before like, she died. Oh, yeah. She like, had plenty it, of teeth. More than enough. <laughs> she was a that. shark. I don't know that. Shark. I mean, could that be... Could. Could that process be the old school version or, of, of how to create a silver? Or no, because here's the thing: 
I mean, the whole scene with the guy saying being jealous about him laying with her or whatever, like that wouldn't have happened. I think maybe that scene with the woman, maybe that's just like, what if they decide to leave? Because they've mentioned before, like, oh, so you just let people leave? Like, or do you, you're like, oh, they choose their own path. So, you know, as far as like, you never said that there were people out on the islands. Like, are those the people who decided to leave? And he doesn't, he kind of is very vague about the answer. So, what if that scene was when after like one of the women just like, I didn't want to be a part of this anymore, blah, 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 blah. And that's what they do to the people who try to leave whatever it was that they were doing. It's possible. I think that that also makes sense too. Yeah, also, the cult thing that's going on here. Yeah. The question is, because we brought up There's that. There's only one? Well, we brought up that idea last week of there being a collective, almost like the others on Lost, of these mycotic people living out in the woods. A whole second family. Daddy's got a second family. (laughs) And I'm wondering if if this baby was supposed to be part of this family where everyone is, where he's just a man and everyone has their own lives, or second family where he is God and king of all of these mycotic crazies. What if Soren, the guy from 30 years later, what if that's Soren? What if that's the kid that went missing? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I just thought because he was cured. And, and he's then, the only one still alive. And the, and the guy looks a little older than 30. looks like 30-something. If that kid was 10, he could be like 40. That fits the age that the actor looks like. That fits. That's a good call. Yeah. yeah. I like that idea. Ah! Also, uh, just because we're out of time, we got to go to predictions. Uh, Sarah kept trying to get Soren's mom to help her find Soren. She faked a bear, and then she got stabbed in the belly. Stabbed in the belly. That's what happens when you lie. When you lie, you get stabbed. My immortal baby is going to die. Oh. Okay. Let's move into predictions. Predictions. (laughs) And now, you're after Buzz. It was Justin Timberlake with abortions. (laughs) No. No. No more baby inside of me. So, uh, (laughs) first of all, all right, all right, give him that one. Because uh, you, you, you deserve it. But, okay. For, here's first things first. I want to apologize for earlier in the episode <laughs> where some of you who may not have wanted to receive a piece of information may have gotten it inferred by us. And I want to I want to make it clear. Very subtly. I want to make it clear, first of all, that we apologize if any of you felt, feel spoiled by that. That was not our intention. We didn't want to be spoiled by the sci-fi promo, which clearly has a shot of... Michael... Uh, well, a shot of Michael. Spoiler alert. Stop listening if you don't want to hear this out loud. Uh, Spoiler alert. Thank you. Of Michael having silver eyes. <gasps> he is a silver. He yeah, is. That, was like, that, that, that has to be like a major reveal. A major a, reveal. Unless they so do it sad. like... The, the only thing I can think is that they do it like up top in like the first like 10 minutes. Right. And it's just like... It's something that they're just like, Boom! Cold open. By the way, he's a silver. And then we move on from there. But still, it would have been nice to have that, like, pondering in my head for the next week. It's like, there's enough going on where I'm going to tune back in, sci-fi. I mean, I guess that's a good way to get people to tune in. I guess. Well, when you say, when you show a clip like that, it makes me think there's going to be an even bigger reveal. I hope so. That's what I'm saying. Like, if it's early on, then it's not, like, the big reveal. It's just like a, hey, look, this is crazy stuff. Because, like, let's let's face it. We are halfway through this season right now. Oh, wait, no. It's it's a 13-episode season, not a 10-episode. I don't know why I confused it. But still, we're getting up there in episodes. And we've been laying a lot of track, but I'm not seeing it go anywhere. And I really need some confidence steps. Five episodes in, it's time for it to take a jump. Yes, Mm -hmm. like it was last year. God. What? I just thought of something that's kind of terrifying and really creepy at the same time. Well, it's prediction, so... 
Spell you know around. the woman who got her teeth pulled out yeah. and injected and like filled with stuff? Yeah. That's mother. And it's kind of like it's like a beehive in that all they do is keep her alive and experiment on her and have her pop out babies. Mother Whoa. and Queen Bee fed that fits. That fits. Whoa, that's actually that's and really And they're filling cool. her with that honey. I just to bond the babies to try to make the next level of humans and make what he what Steven's trying to make. I just thought of the episode of So if Mother was Swarm. a worm. I think Mother's a silver too, and that's why her teeth grow. You mean what Michael's trying to make? Oh, that would that would finally oh! answer why last year Jerry Ryan was getting was filing her teeth down. So what they're doing is Oh my god, maybe okay, let me go with this guys. <laughs> go run, run, take the ball. Okay, brother Michael is trying to develop something that will kill silvers because he has a silver and he keeps Try developing these new plants and this new serum, and he pulls the teeth and then puts the serum in to see if the teeth grow back. If the teeth grow back, it didn't work. Ah. Because if the teeth grow back, she's still immortal. But if they don't grow back, so he's trying to make it so the teeth don't grow back. Uh, Yeah, that fits fits with the theory, because we talked about this a few weeks ago, of but this island, if he is a silver, he's clearly defected from Alaria, so he could be a silver who wants to destroy all the other immortals, which would then, in theory, if once Alan finds that out, would work Alan and him are are working together now to to spread this disease. Hashtag writing. Oh, love that. Also... Uh, what if those barrels were just full of teeth and nothing else? Well, that'd be a mighty fine brew. But then we only see one teeth. For we only saw one that was lodged in the side of the barrel after it had already been taken. Oh my off god! Side, if they were just all teeth and brought back, if all of those barrels ah. were just full of teeth, and they're ah. dumping the teeth where the bees are collecting the flowers yeah, and things, I mean, and that's yeah. bringing wait. it all into the stuff. Oh. Wait, wait. Remember all the the, the graveyard? The like, bones. All, no, with all the bones. Like, what if there were multiple? Ones of because they said that the, the, the I, I don't know if they were male and female, but the one skull they picked up said female. Mm-hmm. So, what if there were multiple women that they did this to, like, and then the ones that died, they just dumped their stuff? So, what if like, he's breeding like silvers and killing them just to develop yeah, a better poison? And that's why there's all those bones there. So, the Whoa. first season's a poison against humans, the second season is a poison against vectors. But now, again, silvers. Oh, silver. That's, yeah, that's what I, I mean. like that. I like that. I miss vectors. Yeah. Ziz. I miss telling more people where they can find us. Yeah, He's no. trying to say we're out of time. Oh. <laughs> I guess we are out of time. So, folks, we'll be back next week with an all-new episode. Please tune in either on YouTube or on iTunes. With Neil Napier! Yes, yeah. with special guest Neil Napier, who plays Peter, Peter on the show. Erica. So, if you have questions for Neil Napier, you better send them to us on Twitter using the hashtag ZizZiz or the hashtag ABTVHelix. Uh, Stephen Lemieux, where can the people find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux. That's S-T-E-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X. Or on a Jack in the Box commercial. Hashtag you butter believe it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, also on Better Call Stop Saul it. tonight. Check it out. It's a great show. Awesome. You guys can find me, Liz Rich Maui, on Twitter and Instagram at Lizzie Maui. That's L-I-Z-Z-Y-M-A-W-Y. And uh, I'll tell you about what other future projects I'll be working on if you follow me. All right, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at ThatZachWilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. Whole bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz. Uh, Grim, uh, Better Call Saul. Agent Carter, just a few more weeks. Better Call Saul with these two crazy guys over here. Later tonight. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to give a few quick shout-outs to folks in the chat roll. Uh, one Lanavis, one Destiny Morna, the Rocket Clock, Ryan Watalison, uh Yahim Bostic. Yahim Bostic. 
Um, and that's people who are commenting. If you want to get a shout out, go ahead to iTunes, rate and comment, or join us in the chat room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find me, uh, Matt Lieberman, and on Twitter at Matt Lieberman, M A T T L I E B E R M A N. You can find all my videos on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash Matt Lieberman, SourceFed, and SourceFed Nerd. Thank you all for joining us. See you next week. Good night. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. This you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.